0: Competition catches up to Alphabet, Twitter to stop accepting political ads, and Facebook's armor is as strong as ever. It's Monday, November 4th, 2019. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 384 of Brave Ad World. New Consumers new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 384 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of braveadworld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers And my name is Taylor Wickert, and we have a lot to get through this week. Earnings reports, those continue, and they're as interesting as ever, so I'm going to talk a lot about that. And then we also had some a lot happening on the political ads front. So let's talk first about Alphabet, because Alphabet recorded their Q3 earnings this week, and it showed that it was able to beat revenue expectations expectations with $40.5 billion. Ad revenues, they came in at a record $33.9 billion, but its growth has slowed. The killer news, however, was profits dropped 23% to $7.1 billion, mostly attributed to undisclosed equity investments. Now, there's speculation that Uber and Slack, two companies that went public and saw significant declines in their value, those make up a major portion of those investments from Alphabet. Rising costs, those also hampered profits. So all of that news, declining in profits, these uh, declines in undisclosed equity investments, all of that sent stock prices for Alphabet down. Overall, it was not a great quarter. While Alphabet was able to increase ad revenue, it's growing at a slower rate. Previously, it was able to rely pretty heavily on ad revenue to Uh, overcome challenges elsewhere in its business. But with players like Amazon coming on strong and eating into search ad market share, that reliable source of revenue, it's becoming less reliable. And that may mean an alphabet in the future that's less willing to make bets. Because right now, that search ad revenue, it's not covering up losing bets. All right, let's jump to our next story and talk about Twitter and political ads. Because Jack Dorsey released a statement actually five minutes into Facebook's earnings call uh, saying that Twitter will no longer accept political ads of any kind in any country. he tweeted quote, "We've made the decision to stop all political advertising on Twitter globally. We believe political messages reach should be earned not bought unquote. He then goes on to explain the reasoning behind this, including political messages those should be earned reach by users following a political account and paying for reach really just removes that decision and forces political messages to end up in front of people. Twitter's decision, it puts increased pressure on Facebook and like I said, they announced this 5 minutes into Facebook's earnings call. So it certainly was enough time for Mark Zuckerberg to be asked about Twitter's decision, Uh, because Facebook has said that it will continue selling political ads and running ads, whether or not they're factual. And that move by Facebook has led to criticism from all corners, including Facebook's own employees, Senator Elizabeth Warren, who has called Facebook a, quote, disinformation for profit machine, unquote. Twitter's decision to ban all political ads that actually goes into effect November 22nd. So, Let's talk about this because Facebook has made an argument that restricting political advertising means restricting free speech. Dorsey, he's making the argument that this is not about free expression. It's about paying to reach people with political messages that have, quote, significant ramifications that today's democratic infrastructure may not be prepared to handle, unquote. Twitter acknowledges that it it can't stem the flow of misinformation campaigns. That's basically what they're doing. And in coming to terms with that, they've opted to just simply ban them altogether. They acknowledge that they don't have a solution, so instead of talking about the around the issue, which has been Facebook's play, they've accepted their limitations. And I think it's a brave decision, especially ahead of what will likely be a pretty lucrative, high-spend political advertising election cycle. As brave as, as it is, however, The challenge of mass moderation, it's staggering. Facebook's approach is to let everything in and limit only the worst offenders. Twitter's approach is to limit the flow in general. Either way, these companies have their hands full and they don't have great options. Twitter though, they're taking responsibility and they're adopting a a hands-on mindset. And Facebook, they've They've, they basically put their hands in the air and said, this is not our problem. So I do respect Twitter's decision to try to do something. I don't think this is the last we're gonna hear of this issue. I think Twitter is still gonna have some pretty significant problems, but I, my hope is the problems there are less significant than what we're gonna be seeing on Facebook because right now, that's a bit of a mess. All right, speaking of Facebook, let's talk about their earnings report because the last two years, have drastically tarnished Facebook's reputation. But despite all of that, it continues to succeed as a business bait, especially based on its Q3 earnings. So users, those are up 1.65% over last quarter to $2.45 billion, And revenue jumped 29% year over year to $17.652 billion. It also exceeded expectations of earnings per share with $2.12 by nearly every measure. Facebook beat expectations, and shares rose accordingly, uh, a little over 5% in after-hours trading. One change this quarter over previous ones was the 2 million user growth in North America and Europe, and those are two primary business drivers. Those geographies, they were in decline. They saw no growth or weak growth, at least in, in other quarters, and now they appear to be on the rise once again. Other notes from the report include Zuckerberg can, committing to continue to hire content moderators, and Facebook maintaining that it's diversified enough in commerce to weather the potential situation that Libra, their cryptocurrency, does not move forward, which, by all measures, like that looks like it's not going to move forward, so... Mark Zuckerberg said Facebook's strong enough to weather that. By every measure outside of business performance, though, Facebook's quarter, it's been abysmal. It faced an FTC settlement that resulted in a $5 billion fine that was basically a slap on the wrist for Facebook, but it was a record FTC settlement. It's faced prominent criticism from politicians across the political spectrum, but despite all that, it's, it's weathered everything thrown at it. By expanding its ad inventory, they've opened up new revenue streams like the ability for publishers to sell video subscriptions. They've raised the price on workplace for B2B uh, businesses and they've generated more revenue from each user. That combination, that's pretty robust armor for Facebook and they've shown that they're able to weather quite a bit uh, because they've diversified so much and have invested in so many different areas and they've been able to squeeze more money out of each of their revenue streams. It's pretty interesting to see. All right, that is it for this week's main stories. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So Google, they've updated their search platform to better understand natural speech and to be less reliant on specific keywords. According to Google, the update will affect around 10% of all English searches in the US. So one example of the capabilities this update allows is when one searches for information on traveling to a country. Google's algorithm will now understand the word to, in that instance, as having significance compared to the word from, traveling to a country, traveling from a country. So this is a pretty significant update, especially as voice search rises. Uber has launched Uber Money. This is a new service providing financial services for riders and drivers. The service is positioned as giving drivers quicker and easier access to their earnings. Any earnings they get from deliveries or rides, those are immediately available and can be spent within with a new debit card for drivers. Drivers will also have access to short-term loans. Most of what Uber is doing is for drivers. It does, however, plan to launch an Uber credit card for the public that will reward them with 5% off of all Uber purchases. Uh, Facebook. Employees, they signed an open letter. I alluded to this earlier. That open letter criticizes Facebook's approach to allowing politicians to run ads containing false information. The group proposes several solutions, including holding political ads to the same standards it holds all other ads at and restricting targeting for political ads, allowing them to be brought into the public for more scrutiny. They're not so targeted, at least there's a little bit more public light shined on them. Uh, Speaking of Facebook, Facebook launched the multiple text optimization tool. This feature, it lets advertisers upload ad copy Headlines and descriptions, Facebook then dynamically serves up that text in various combinations, eventually optimizing to the best performer. The tool, it basically accelerates testing, but relinquishes control of how ads appear. Google introduced responsive search ads uh, of its own over a year ago. So Facebook's playing a bit of catch up there. All right, a bunch of streaming service uh, news. So more details have been revealed around Warner Media's streaming service, HBO Max, the service will cost users $14.99 per month, making it the priciest of the new batch of on-demand video streaming services, including Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus. HBO Max, it hopes its content justifies that price tag because it's going to have 31 original series in 2020, a library of 1,800 films, as well as a catalog of shows like Friends, South Park, and Rick and Morty. It also has a prequel series for Game of Thrones called House of the Dragon. HBO Max will be free for a year for HBO Channel subscribers. It will launch commercial-free, but an ad-supported version will launch in 2021. Apple, they beat expectations on their earnings despite iPhone sales not meeting expectations. One big source of success was its 18% growth on the services side of the business, signaling Apple's growing reliance there instead of just on hardware. But it did also see 54% growth in wearables like the AirPods. Speaking of Apple, their new streaming service, Apple TV Plus, that's now live. Speaking of Apple and services, uh, Apple TV Plus, it's now live for $4.99 per month. Users get access to exclusive, pretty high profile shows. But as high profiles those shows are, the reviews haven't been, been kind of hard on them. Uh, they they haven't been stellar. Maybe not uh, subscribe right now stellar. Uh, Pinterest, they fell short of their revenue projections in it, their Q3 earnings, sending shares down 21%. Pinterest also reported that users grew by 22 million users. However, most of those users came from less lucrative markets. Still Pinterest is growing and it's growing outside of the US. It also showed that it's taking a bigger chunk of digital advertising dollars. And lastly, PlayStation View, Sony's live TV streaming service will end early next year. Sony announced that the service is shuttering so it can it can focus on its core gaming business. All right. That's it for episode 384 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think, and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at TWigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts and insight on marketing at braveadworld.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.